What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. This is Jason Hartwell coming at you live with Ryan Coakley from Ryan Chadbourne Knifeworks. Hello. And we got a guest. We got a long distance guest today. This is definitely a world record for the Hustling Ground podcast. All the way from, uh, oh, fuck, I should have planned this better. Way over <laughs> on the other side of the ocean. We got Mark Vanderwer from 118 Blades. What's up? Across the pond. What's up, dudes? Good to have you on here, man. It's been a long time coming, huh? Yep. Yeah, we were planning this three weeks ago, but <laughs> didn't work. Yeah, technical difficulties are trying to kick our ass here on this podcast. They Jason almost got us up. again today. Yeah. A leg clog. Leg clog. Sure. Yeah, we got my plunger out. Everything's good to go on that now. Yeah. So what's been going on, guys? How's your week been? I want to hear about this dagger that Mark made. That when you put it on the stand, it lit. Why do you want to hear about the dagger? I want to. I you want to understand how it lit up. Yeah. Um. Well, my brain and my hands worked together for the first time, and I would think of casting. Uh, LED light string into the handle um, that failed the first time because there's tiny little wires came out but I had to go uh, put through the guard to the ends of the of the guard to make a positive and a negative work on that um, but they broke off both so do it all over again so, cast it a block with a, um, a pipe in the middle so I can pull that out later on and then wrap the LED string around the tang and put the whole tang in and then fill it up with resin. Still could use the strings or the, the wire coming out. Uh, um, yeah, and that, that worked. So, there was, uh, there was a Good call to do that that way. Um, yeah, like I said, it's just my brain working together with my hands for the first time. Nice, nice. That was impressive. So basically the knife just completed the circuit. No, not really. Out of, the, out of the handle, coming down, if you hold it, point down, out of the handle, two wires went into the guard so nothing nothing had to do there was nothing to do with them with the knife itself it was just a handle okay the two balls on the end the two copper balls was the positive and the negative oh gotcha gotcha and then the two rods coming out of coming out of the stand was the positive and the negative plugged into the wall uh, that's a good idea yeah Jason, what's been going on with you? Oh, all kinds of fun things. Fun things for days. So uh, yesterday was one of our home away from home type days. We went to the racetrack. Now, ready for story time? So I need everybody uh, to listen up, and I'm going to ask for a favor at the end of this story. So we got two racetracks that are local, and both tracks have sold within the past Two years, year and a half, 
Well, our old home track, what we called it, is gone straight to shit. So yesterday, uh, the racing was supposed to get started. The track goes hot at 12 o'clock. Now, if you're not a racing fan, that doesn't mean the racing starts. That just means that the, the cars are able to start making test passes. The driver's meeting is scheduled at 2. The actual racing follows the driver's meeting immediately. Well, we got there a little after 12, and we stayed until almost 4. And not a single car went down the track. And they never held the driver's meeting. And I saw on Facebook last night that the track posted. <laughs> it must have been a good one, huh, Ryan? I saw you burp. Good mute job. <laughs> but uh, the track posted that the racing didn't actually start until almost 11.30 last night. Damn. Now, a few weeks ago we went out there. Well, it's probably been a month ago. And uh, it's 20 bucks a piece to get in. It's just always what it is. We went out there, and it was $100 to get in. Like, they didn't advertise that, didn't tell anybody. They just, you know, tripled the fucking price, essentially. And uh, even we didn't even go. We just turned around at the gate and came on back home. Yesterday, I got fired up. And when we left, I asked them for a refund. Well, they don't do that. They told me that it was too hot. The cars didn't want to get on the track because it was too hot. Now, this is summertime in Georgia. No shit, it's hot. You know what I mean? It was only 80 degrees yesterday, 83 or something like that. It was actually a very cool day for this time of year. And the racing season's just getting started. So I want everybody, if you got a second, to go on the Google, go to Middle Georgia Motorsports Park, and give them fuckers a one-star review. Because I went on there commenting. They deleted all my shit and blocked me. So now it's war. <laughs> you know oh, what Jesus I mean? Christ. They deleted my shit and blocked me. So... Everybody go on Middle Georgia Motorsports Park. It's in Jeffersonville, Georgia. And one star the fuck out of them bitches, dude. Like, they had me so fired up yesterday. It took everything I had not to rip their sign out of the dirt when we pulled out of the parking lot. But, uh, yeah, besides that, uh, life's been pretty good. That mad, huh? (laughs) Oh, dude, I'm telling you, I was fired the fuck up. Like Jason got hot. Oh, man. And then somebody passed me. I was doing 70 on the way home. Somebody passed me. And I'm like, you stupid fucking piece of shit. I hope you wreck your fucking truck and die, bitch. <laughs> Katie's looking at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> you needed my shirt that day. I did. I did, dude. I needed to rock that. Like, I was at odds with the world yesterday. And it was all because of that stupid-ass racetrack. I don't even know if we should say what it says on the podcast. I hate everyone, stupid cunt. Yeah. I checked the little explicit box. We're safe. <laughs> we can say whatever we want. Cool. We do do swear a lot. Cunts is a popular word where you're from, isn't it, Mark? Yep, absolutely. Well, not where I'm from, it's where I'm at now. Yeah. Y'all use it a lot different, though, right? No, because everybody's a cunt. (laughs) Exactly. Well, there you have it. (laughs) So, yeah. My wife gets so embarrassed. No, yeah, we do, we, do, we do swear a lot of you. We'll be going to go to the grocery store, and I'll throw this shirt on. She's like, no. Not happening. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Put on the UFO one or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, Katie's not a big fan of my new... Katie's not a fan of my new J.K. Blades shirt. The, Why? Well, the, it's the Pornhub-inspired logo. Oh, whatever. Yeah, she was like... 
I can't believe you got that. I showed her a picture of it. She's like, you're not actually going to get that shirt made, are you? And I was wearing it when she texted me that. I sent her a picture. I was like, "Um, yeah. And when she got home, I wasn't wearing it no more. I folded it up and put it back, you know. Had to let let it sink in with her for a few days. Blame it on me. Tell her I encouraged it. I blame everything on you already anyways. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I got broad shoulders. I can take it. Yeah. Yeah. So what you've been in the shop a lot more lately, Jason, haven't you? Yeah, dude, getting some stuff done. Um, it's been some late nights because I'm still doing other things during the day, but I'm actually getting a lot done, man, and it feels great to be back. I'm still waiting on that uh, refractory shit to coat the inside of my new forge so I can use them burners I got from Richard Beck, but uh, the old forge is still kicking along good enough to be doing some heat treating and stuff. But... Uh, I got this walleye cleaning knife coming up. It's like 16 inches long. So that's going to be interesting to heat treat. Because my forge is not that long. Yeah, that's going to be a challenge. Yeah. There's a guy down here, probably only about 40 minutes south of me, that's got a heat treat oven. And uh, he stopped by my shop one day and kind of looked around, and we hung out for, I don't know, a half hour or so. And uh, he told me, he's like, man, you ever need something heat-treated, come on down, come to my shop. You know, you're more than welcome. That's all fine and good, but I ain't really talked to him much since then. You know what I mean? I don't want to just hit him up out of the blue and be like, hey, man, how you been? Uh, Can I come treat some plates? Yeah. I should have built mine longer. How long is the total length of your oven? 13. If I I go corner to corner, it's uh, I can squeeze a 14 and a half in there. You don't have any problems hitting the coils going corner to corner? Like where they wrap no. around? I sunk them deep in the corners. Oh, cool. cool. So what I'll do is I'll I'll put the blade out just a little bit, and then I'll shut the door and let the door push the blade in, and then I'll open it back up and make sure it's not touching. Gotcha. I've been super careful. I've had issues with blades touching coils before. A couple times. <laughs> you don't want that to happen. No. <laughs> That's I made the top of this yeah. oven removable, so if I did have to do a new coil, it wouldn't be such an ordeal. Well, I know you, you've talked about coils blowing before. What happens when that happens? Like, is it an event? Does it actually explode, or does it just quit working? No, you don't hear it or nothing. It just start like, the temp just starts dropping when it's not just happens. So you yeah, know that happens. you've done it. <laughs> yeah. Well, damn, that sucks. I mean, that wire's so thin, as soon as it breaks, the connection is lost. So right. I just start, you lose temp. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, not, yeah, not something like a big bang or... or. Yeah, it's it's not like when my VFD exploded. When when my Chinese VFD uh, exploded, that, that was... Uh, yeah, that was an ordeal. That blew sparks out the sides. It was smoking. Well, those yeah. cheaper ones, they're not... They're not uh, sealed, are they? No, and I was running mine open. Uh, that'll do it, mm-hmm. from what I've heard. I've okay. only ever had one VFD, and it's still kicking right along. Yeah, yeah. fuck the little metal, metal dust in there. Yeah, that's all it took. I took it apart, and yeah. the cooling fins, the aluminum cooling fins, you can fit like eight knives in them if you screw it down to your bench. It's a perfect like blank holder. There you go. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I know you've told me that before, but it just clicked in my head what that would actually look like. I've seen those inside of other 
pieces of equipment, you know? Yep. Yeah, those are nice and thin, too, so you can fit blades in them. You know what I mean? That's not a lot of wasted space. Right. So, uh, check you out. Don't put that aluminum cooler ribs in the forge. Don't do that because it melts. No. Yeah. No. You can screw <laughs> them to your bench, though, and use them as a knife rack. So, if anybody's got one of them cheap yeah. Chinese VFDs in the trash pile, take it apart and pull that little fin out. There you go. And there you go. Mark, we're going to have you back on this podcast one of these days, and you're going to have a microphone next time. Uh, <laughs> maybe with some Wi-Fi, because we love you, buddy, but your audio is shit. So, guys, bear with us. Mark's cool as fuck. Just, like, turn your radio up a little bit, you know. It'll be okay. It'll be all right. I wish you guys could see the sweet chain he's got on. Yeah, now he's frozen. He does have a pretty pimping chain. Oh, no, he's not frozen. Not on my screen. Oh, he's all the way frozen on mine. But anyway, um, that John Deere that I showed you the picture of the other day, my new one. Yep. Yeah, the one in the trailer. That was was tied to your bumper. Yep, that's the one. So um, I might have some questions for you on that. I bought the thing for 20 bucks, and um, it turns over, like, strong. Doesn't have gas in it. I opened up the tank and there's like trash all in the gas. So before I even try to put gas in it and, you know, turn it over, I'm going to take the tank off, clean it and all that good stuff. But, uh, I want to try to get that joker running. Squirt some, uh, ether or carb cleaner or anything like that in the throat and turn it over. See if it fires. Yeah. Well, I took the, uh, the air filter out last night, just kind of tinkering around with it. And there was bugs in there. Those bugs in it? Yeah, inside the the air house, air filter housing. Yeah, suck them out. Yeah, so it's going to need some TLC before I actually try to turn it over because I don't want to get no, I don't want to actually get anything in there. You know what I mean? I don't want to have yeah, to take it you apart. You definitely don't want to. Um, from what I've seen, fixing small engines daily, they will eat an ungodly amount of shit. <laughs> like. We've seen them come in. Some of them have counterweights on the crankshaft to make them run smoother. Mm -hmm. And we've seen those counterweights break, and they come in running with, like, all these chunks of metal floating around in the oil. And they just chew it up until they don't run no more. Well, damn. And if one will turn over, it's got the potential to run again, right? For sure. Like, if it's not locked up, it's, like, I can probably get this joker going. Yeah, just squirt some shit in the throat and see if it fires. If it fires, it tells you that, for one, it's got spark, and for two, there's enough compression for it to run. Yeah. I and then it if it doesn't fire off a shot, then you those are the first two issues you need to check. You need to see if it's got fire. And if it doesn't, either the coil's bad or one of the switches on the tractor's not actuated or the switch itself is bad. And to check that, you take the shroud off and just there's only one pl- one wire that plugs into the coil. Unplug that wire and try it again. And then that'll get you leading in another direction. 90% of small engine repairs diagnosis. That's the hardest part. Yeah, just figuring out what, what's causing the issue, huh? Yeah, and the rest is just part swap. Yeah, I want to I get it fixed. And I want to, because I've got a little track uh, trailer that I pull behind it. You know, my current tractor. But it's a pain in the ass hooking and unhooking that thing. 
Because it's got the pin, you know, that drops through the little tongue thing, and then you got to get up under there with the cotter pin and ring the fucking hole. But when I'm cutting grass, like, I can't have the trailer behind me because i got to make the tight turns and all that. So Just I want, go, to tra- go to tractor supply and buy a tongue and then put a ball on it like a truck. Just well, weld it right on. Yeah, I could do that. But, yeah. I mean, then the trailer, I'd have to modify the trailer to put a, you know, a tongue wow. on that. You make knives. Yeah. If I can cut some steel, weld it on, <laughs> bingo, bango. Bingo, bango, bango. bango. Yeah, you're good. Bingo, bango, it's not that hard. No, that wouldn't take that long. We've done it at, we've done it at work before for people. Because them pins get like, if you haul heavy, they'll get bent and then they're a motherfucker to get out. Yeah. You know. I just want to have the trailer on one tractor. And if I got to, you know, move stuff with the trailer. I get on that one, and I get on the other one to cut grass. I mean, how fucking cool would that be? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, people do that here. They have a dedicated tractor for snowblowers. Yeah, like the king of the block. I mean, I'm already the king of the block, but no one else has a pond. <laughs> no one else has a pond. Actually, you won't come in and go into the pond. Huh? So your ducks won't go into the pond still? Nope. Still no luck with the duck. We put fish in it, though, finally. We just put a bunch oh, of yeah, goldfish in there so they could eat the little mosquito larvae. Nice. But uh, You keep making the pond bigger. You probably have to eat the ducks then. Yeah, there's a chance of that. I think we're going to try to find one more duck just like that does duck things, like swim. You know, and maybe if we can get one that'll go in the pond, we'll encourage the other two to, you know, go ahead and jump off in there. Are all the ducks... Call Donald. Yeah, call Donald. Yeah. The Donald. Are they all the same sex? Are they all, like, male or female or... We have no idea. Oh. The only way to check for sure is to flip them some bitches upside down, find a hole and peep inside. And I don't really care enough to do all that. That doesn't sound like fun at all. No. So, <laughs> come September, if they're uh, if they're females, they'll start laying eggs because that's when they'll be old enough. Got to be like six months old, I think. What the internet said. Uh, duck but, egg uh, is so good. Yeah, I mean that's the way we're going to figure out if they're boys or girls. Do we have eggs or not? Because I'm not turning a duck upside down and like wandering around. You know, not for me. <laughs> What kind of ducks are there? Are those? They're quackers. Normal. They're just quackers. Oh, those. Yeah. <laughs> now, one is a, a Peking duck, and the other one is a buff. And I got that information from sending our buddy Jason Moss some pictures. And I've heard of Peking ducks. Yeah, that's the big-ass white ones. It's like double the size of the other duck. That some bitch got to be 25 pounds. Do they wander far? It's funny because, like, they're out. They're out in the yard right now. You know, they just roam the yard freely. We put them in the coop at night. But um, if we're not outside, they'll either go into the coop or stay real freaking close to it. But if we go outside, they'll follow us around like a dog. They don't let you get close enough to pet them, but they will. Like, if we go all the way to the bottom, that's what we call the end of our property because that's where it goes down into the swamp bottom. But if we go all the way down there, they'll come with us. And they'll kind of explore the stay, you know, 25, 30 feet radius around you. But if we go back up, then they're they're coming too. 
It's pretty neat. Like, they want to be close to you, but they want to be close, like, on their own terms. You know what I mean? You're not going to walk up to them and pet them, but they'll walk up to you. Yeah, they're a wild animal. Right. Domesticated I mean, wild animal. Yeah. There's, yeah. We, we've been wanting chickens, but I don't know. My, I have a beagle hound, and she'll fucking, who knows what she would do if she saw a chicken. And I'm pretty sure that my big dog would just grab it by the head and shake it. So, so what, being up there where it's that damn cold, how would you tend to a chicken in the wintertime? I mean, would you have to heat the coop? I have no idea. Uh, that just, I mean, they got to have chicken houses everywhere. This, oh, yeah. Chick, everybody's got chickens around here. I think the chickens are just hardy enough to make it. Really? Or, I mean, they're only like $3 a piece. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they freeze, they produce a lot of eggs. Yeah, just get them early in the summer. That way, if they do freeze, they're, you know, big enough to throw in the smoker. Yeah, all the hardware stores around here, if you go in in the springtime, this big totes full of little baby chicks. Yeah, they're around here like that, too. And Tractor Supplies got like a whole aisle of the different pullets, the chickens and turkeys and ducks and quails and all kinds of shit. Yeah, the wife and I have talked about it, but I, like, I eat lots of meat. I love meat. I feel really bad killing animals. You know what I mean? Like, doing it myself. Especially other mammals. So, so like, I'm one of them hypocrites. Like, I'm fully cool with buying my meat in the store. I feel really bad killing shit. It makes me feel good to kill shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> not in, like, a twisted kind of way. You know what I mean? But really, like, going deer hunting, something like that. Um you know, just knowing that I harvested the animal myself, you know, and I drug it out of the woods. I, I skin it. I gutted it. I processed it. You know, it just, it makes me feel good. Yeah. Like caveman, I fully understand, you know? like, the pride of that half of it. Like, like, I don't know, man. We, like, we have deer that are in our yard, like, right up to the house, and we feed them apples and shit. They wouldn't stay around in my yard very long. No, I just, I'd feel bad, especially if I, it wasn't a clean kill. You know what I mean? Like, what if I hit it in the ass? Yeah. And, it, that, and it's fucking screaming and shit. Yeah. That would haunt me forever. That's definitely something you got to think about. Like I will not pull the trigger unless I know it's a, a clean kill shot. Cause I mean, I, I'm the same way. I'd hate to know that I just paralyzed something. You know what I mean? A deer living its last couple of weeks. Cause it's not going to make it, you know? But, you know, hobbling around, dragging his back legs with his front legs. and A minute ago, it sounded like you'd hop on one's back and choke it to death. <laughs> oh, I definitely <laughs> would. In a heartbeat. If I get close enough, I'd strangle the shit out of it. Katie's with you. You put the knife in your teeth. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, I had a, a memory pop up on my phone the other day. Because, like, in Google Photos, it'll pop up. You know, six years ago, five years ago, whatever. And uh, I was in the shop working on a knife or whatever, and there was a deer hanging off the rafters on the front porch of my shop. Katie was out there skinning the deer while I was working on a knife. So, yeah, she's right there in it with me for sure. Not to sound weird, but that's, that's like, hot. That's super cool. It is. Bad to the bone, dude. Like, <laughs> that's badass. She's a badass, for sure. My wife puts gloves on to make burgers. <laughs> oh, goodness. 
<laughs> well, my wife like, tries not to have to mess with hamburger meat, like the burgers, but if she does, you know, she does. She just complains that it gets in her ring because her ring's got so many freaking diamonds in it that, you know, the meat will get in there. You know, and I bought the ring, so obviously it's got a ton of diamonds because I couldn't afford one big diamond. I got like a hundred of those little needle tip sized diamonds, so it looks blingy. <laughs> my my wife's engagement ring and, and wedding band were thirty five bucks. Nice. Yeah, that sh- it's my second marriage, man. I'm I made that mistake before going to debt for a fucking piece of metal that's only worth like eighty bucks in its weight. Yeah, and a diamond that's Diamonds hold no actual value other than like industrial purpose, so they're actually kind of worthless. They just sell you a feeling, you know. That's some hallmark shit right there, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Like, your wife's not going to love you more if you spend fifteen thousand dollars on a ring. No, definitely not. And if she does love you more, she's a she's a fucking bitch, and you need a new wife. (laughs) That's right. My wife, my first wife, traded my, uh, the engagement ring I bought her for a junk car. That's some hillbilly <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> well, she didn't know it was junk. Yeah. So, so she thought she was getting like a legit ride. Yeah, something that would pass inspection here. Not so, not so much. Oh, y'all got inspections up there? EPA stuff? Oh, oh yeah, no EPA stuff. Safety inspection. So rust. Uh, check the brakes. Tires have to be within a certain percentage. Uh-huh. Um, that sucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, they don't give a fuck what you drive down here. Like, if it goes, you're good. Like, just you're on your own. We have no environmental, no EPA, none of that shit. Oh no! Yeah, if you have any play in your ball joints, they fail. If there's oil leaking onto the exhaust, it fails. If the rust, if there's rust holes. They fail. Like, any exhaust leak fails. Oh, dude, my car would go straight to the fail bucket. Like, if I kick my floor mat up going down the road, yeah, I can see the road. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, no shit. I got one of the rubber floor mats. I'm like, oh, that'll hold my foot up out of the out of the concrete. <laughs> but, hell, I don't care. It goes back and forth. It gets me where I need to go. What about you, Mark? Do they have uh, vehicle inspections in the U.K.? Yeah, they call it MOT, um, Maintenance Operational Inspections Techniques or whatever it is. I don't even know what it is, but yeah. Um, Yeah, you have to um, get that done once a year, but I just go to uh, a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy, and he's partially blind when he does it, so mine would pass every time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah the the homeboy hookups what we call it yeah so our inspections last a year and it's twelve dollars it's twelve dollars and fifty cents pass or fail so there's technically a law like a lot of shops yeah. won't charge charge yeah. you if you fail because there's technically a law that if you do fail they have to cut your existing sticker in half which is kind of a douchebag yeah. so, so a lot of shops, if you fail, they won't charge you for the inspection. Um, so what do they do with the car itself if it fails? Are they, like, allowed to drive it home, or is it... Yeah, yeah, we're, we have no legal ability to hold somebody's vehicle. 
um, we can we do have the legal authorization to call the state police if we believe a car shouldn't be driven because that's a I mean I've been at the new job for like two months now and I've already seen vehicles that were like scared to pick up on the lift because they're so rusty <laughs> like you start picking them up and you just hear crunch and you're like oh Ooh. yeah. Just, I was gonna send you. I was gonna send you a picture of some bolts I had to take out the other day. They looked like they had been at the bottom of the ocean for 150 years. Nice. The bad, like bad, bad. We have what's called turbo sockets, which have like blades on them, and you hammer them onto the rusty bolts, and it'll bite them. Yeah. There's no, there's no flat spots left. It's just crunchy. And that's from all the salt and shit that they put down on the snow. Yeah, the salt and sodium chloride, I think is what it's called. There's uh, calcium chloride. There's another chemical they use. I think it's calcium chloride. And that shit will eat anything it touches. Another reason that snow sucks. Yeah, it is bad for your car. Does it yeah. snow where you're at, Mark? Or is it, like, hot there? I don't even know where you're at, dude. I should have studied a little bit. Where are you at? You're such a dick. Well, I know it's UK, but, I mean, that's a big In old UK, place, right? England. I'm uh, I'm like 20 miles away from the city of London, Ooh. which is the capital of England. Which is, by the way, a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> All our cities are shitholes, too, buddy. Yeah, it's not even fun being there. If you've never been there... Then you're like, oh, that's pretty, oh, that's pretty, oh, that's pretty. But if you have to work there five days a week, you have to go through traffic every single day, you don't want to go there. But uh, snow, I haven't seen that here in three years, I think. And if it, and if it's here, it's not even an inch, inch and a half, that's it. I don't think it's snow. Maybe ten years or so since there's been any snow fall out of the sky, but when it does, it like hits the ground and just melts instantly. It doesn't stick. Yeah. What if you go outside? Huh? Did you just you muted yourself for that one, right? Oh yeah. Oh my. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you guys oh, still hear it? it? Loud. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's muted on the board. You're welcome. <laughs> just, it just clicked in my head what might have happened so you guys just heard me burp right i muted myself on this board so that the world couldn't hear it that episode ryan that me and you did that we deleted because it was you know i was muted the whole time we could still hear each other just fine yeah i was responding to you yeah we were having a normal conversation that's yes. weird so that's something to do with this program that's on the computer we're getting there. We're learning, slowly but surely. Yeah. Snow won't stick here until the ground freezes. So you're looking at like, yeah, it makes sense. you know, November-ish before it'll start to stick. So y'all have got a real cold winter, but it's not a very long winter then, huh? Six months. Damn, that's too long. It's yeah, like, like it's... I winter is six months. These last three days where it's been, it was like 80 and then 90, and then today it was around 65. That's the warmest days we've had this spring. So. I don't, so I just don't understand why people that live up there don't move. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> I would, I'd be so fucking miserable being cold like that, dude. It's the chips, dude. It's, they, it's, I mean, Humpty Dumpties are worth it. They put something in these things, man. Oh, look at you showing off. Oh, Does God. that fucking, doesn't that get your mouth? You hear that, everybody? That's oh. the most delicious barbecue chip you'll ever eat in your and life. And you got the big ass bag, too, dude. The oh. $3 bag. Holy shit. Those are so awesome. Baker is jealous, motherfucker. <laughs> I is that a is that a Foster's? Foster's Australian for beer. If shed time down under, uh, yeah, listens to this and he'll. But the weird thing is, it's brewed in Europe by Heineken, what is a Dutch company, and brewed in Europe. But it's it's regulated by somebody in Edinburgh here in England. But it's Australian beer. So where the fuck does it come from anyway? <laughs> I think that Australian is just like a marketing scheme. Fosters. Australian, Australian for beer. For beer. Marketing scam. I I remember their commercials, the can <laughs> Yeah, they did that on purpose. For sure. So the cans actually weren't like enormous at one point in time. I think they're a little bit fatter than a normal like twelve ounce can. Is that how many ounces these are? Well, Mark must have some giant ass hands because that looks like a little skinny Michelob Ultra Light can. That looks like a tall boy. How many okay. ounces? Is That's like? just. Oh, I'm getting another one. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, while Mark grabs another beer, I'm drinking. This this drink I'm drinking is called the Goat. It is the grapest of all time. It's a Kill Cliff CBD drink, and it is oh, freaking awesome. What is that kind That's of difference? I don't drink at all. I don't know why I'm so interested, but <laughs> it's uh, I don't even know where it comes. I think it's Spanish or something. We had a party last night, and somebody left it. But again. This is Spanish beer made in Northampton here in the UK. So, Mark, you have a website where you are a distributor for TR Maker, uh, Richard Beck, and your own wares, right? You're both frozen. Can you hear me still? Cool. Yep. All right, guys, bear with us on that, on this one. Just stick around. Stick around. Anyways, Mark has a website <laughs> where he's a dealer for TR Maker. Um, Richard Beck, he sells the B.A. Vander Sanders in the U.K. And his own knives that he makes in his shop. And I believe it's called Dutch Hills. It's something like that because... He was on a different uh, live stream. I can't. I think it was Richard Beck's live stream, but he was under that brand, so it had like a. I've never heard of that before, and he started talking to me. You know the way Mark does, just you know, calling me gorgeous and whatnot, making me feel fancy. But he said, "You don't know who this is." I was like, "Nope," but you better have titties talking to me like that. <laughs> Are we on a podcast Mark, here? Mark says we're frozen. 
Oh, can you hear us, Mark? I can hear us. I can hear us. Well, okay, so Mark's gone. Mark's gone. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So. Um, let me get on Instagram real quick, and I'll look up his uh, his website for you guys so you can check him out. I'm going to pause this real quick, and when we come back, it'll be like nothing ever happened. And we're back. This is one of the worst technically uh, done podcasts in the history of Hustling Grind. So we got Mark back while we were on break. I had to swap out my microphone, and uh, I think we're back up and running strong. I'm here. You're here. That's good. Blame it on me, mate. Oh, yeah, it's Mark's fault. We're going to name the episode Blame It on Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Mark done it. Just do it. (laughs) It's all fine. So... You were you were talking about your website, Mark, while we were off the thing. Um, what is it? This is terrible. Um, <laughs> and I got all the. What is hysterical? Uh, you're breaking up wicked bad. Hold on, let me. I'll pitch it for you, Mark. <laughs> this sucks, dude. Mark's. <laughs> you can't even so fucking hard. help but to laugh. Mark's website's <laughs> 118blades.co.uk. He's a distributor for TR Maker, Vex Armory. He distributes the uh, Vander Sander in the UK, and he also sells his own knives and stuff on there. So you should go check him out. We seriously apologize. <laughs> the connection's horrible, but we love we love every minute of it. Oh yeah, is. we wouldn't do it if it wasn't so much fun. No, we also need to do a little shout out. I have pretty much finished using up that incinerator belt from our sponsors, Phoenix Abrasives, the one stop shop for all your abrasive needs. Use the promo code Hustle Ten at checkout for ten percent off your whole order. And you can find them online at www.phoenixabrasives.com. That was good. I like the inflection <laughs> you put on your voice in there. But I, I don't even know what that word means. But thank you. So, like the from the gut, you were like phoenixabrasives.com. You know. Like, anyways, <laughs> well, I'm not in my normal comfortable rolling chair. That one's already been taken to right. the new studio. So. I don't think my gut is as compressed as it normally is. It doesn't have the right angle of the dangle for right. projecting your voice. That's all right. <laughs> That's okay. But, yeah, so Phoenix Abrasives. using up that incinerator belt. And I would say from, so let's compare it to a red Ferrari. Okay. I would say I easily got four times the life. That's a fair estimate. And while we're on the subject of belts. That's good. I need to apologize because last week I had the dumb and I said that the Ryzek <laughs> belts were like $28 a piece. They're not. They're $12 a piece. And Ryan is an idiot. And I apologize. Did you say you had the dumb? Piece. I had the dumb. Okay. Just checking. I had caught a case of the dumb momentarily <laughs> in that episode and I apologize publicly for it. Um, they're 12 bucks a piece, not 28 bucks a piece at phoenixabrasives.com. Um, those incinerator belts are 100% worth the money. I'll be ordering some of my next order for sure. Like, oh, good. I was thoroughly impressed. I was very skeptical. I'm a cheap son of a bitch. 
and I was like 16 bucks for one belt and it's a ceramic you know what I mean they they do wear out um, I was thoroughly impressed and I appreciate them for letting me try one well if it's 16 bucks for one belt if you use that promo code hustle 10 that takes a dollar 60 off Mm-hmm. So what is that? That'll be fourteen forty. Yeah, hey, hey. there's some savings. So uh, I got my my list, my handy dandy list pulled up right here. You know what that means, right? Patreon. Time for the Patreon shout out. So the old school original Patreon is Mister Donnie Dulovich. Old school original. And then we got KnifeMaterial.at, Aru Blade Works, Brigham Kendale. Mark LeBlanc. And uh, last week I said Papa Hatchy Axe. Well, I was corrected several times. Apparently, that's Hatch, not Hatchy. And that's how you say Axe in French. Is that right? In Canada, that's how they say Axe. So it actually is Papa Axe Axe. But uh, he's one of the ones that called and corrected me. And then we got... uh, Mr. Mark Vanderwerf. Hey, speak of the devil. And uh, <laughs> Bex Armory, Todd Harrington, Dennis Tyrell, Trox Claire Custom Cutlery, Zachary Sowell, Maritime Knife Supply, Driver Defense Knives, Noah Bloomberg at NTR River Forge. He's doing some cool little shit called Shotgunners. He's not quite ripping off the finger banger, but... Uh, I'm going to see if I can't trade him out on one because I want one of his. Um, Crafty Man Forge, Brian Hennenkamp at Tortuga Blade Works, Jared at Echo Blades, and Eric Andrews at Sour Wood Creations. Thank you all for donating to the cause. And the cause is paying for this expensive-ass studio time. So thank you a ton. No worries. And uh, Noah over there at Bloomberg. I'm not, like, blaming you of ripping off the Patreon. or not. What the fuck am I talking about? The Fanger Banger. That came off the wrong way. What I meant to say is it's a little knife similar to the Fanger Banger, and you're not ripping it off. So, And we love you, Noah. Noah's been putting out some seriously nice work lately. Dude, he did some serrations today. Did you see that? No, I haven't been on IG at all. I was actually scrolling through it while I was waiting on you guys to join while I was sitting right here. And he popped up. He did a serrated steak knife. Pretty freaking cool. And he cut through paper with it like you would a regular blade. That's that's kind of impressive for a serrated knife to cut like that, the length of the blade, without just grabbing. You know what I mean? Hanging up. I think it was JantsKnifeMaking.com, and I found a wheel, like a serration wheel, like to do serrations with. It's like a grinding wheel with little swoops in it or fucking hills or whatever you call it. Um, but it was like 300 bucks. So, I so it feels a value. So it's like a serrated. I don't understand. So it yeah. would be like ribbed on a regular contact wheel. No, like a grinding wheel. Like the wheel itself is an abrasive. Oh, okay. For like a bench grinder or something. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what I was trying to think. How would the abrasive belt you know contour into that unless you got like a j-weight belt or something like that no i had no luck getting half inch scallop belts nobody will do them for me what do you need that for 
I want to get like into super tight contours and makes it easy. The one inch wide J Plex is too wide. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. I want a little thinner. Have you talked sometimes to Greg? See if they can make them for you. Yeah, he said they can't. Uh, he said one inch is as thin as they can do. Well, damn. I think I'm just going to end up putting a one inch belt on my grinder and setting a razor blade on my work rest and just rip one in half and see if it works. <laughs> Surely you're going to turn the belt by hand, right? You're not going to power it on to do this? I hadn't really thought of that. So you were planning to power it on? I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On on low on one <laughs> whatever that whatever that speed is. Then you'd have a crooked cut because you know when you very first get it to where it'll turn, it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Did my sound effect right there paint a picture of what that looks like? Oh, I knew exactly what you what you meant. One hundred percent. Mark's back. Kinda. Kinda. Good. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> this has been fun. Oh, yeah. It's always a good time. This will actually be the very last podcast that I record from this studio. There you go. When we record oh, next week, it, we'll be set up in the new place. They're moving. Yep. Are they upgrading the equipment? No. Same equipment's getting taken. So we got... Uh, this show today, today's Sunday, and then the the show that records here Wednesday is the, the guy that does that show. He's like the tech wizard with all these 90,000 fucking wires that are hanging around everywhere. So when he finishes recording his show, he's going to help break it all down and take it over there and all that good stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun. Um, so I don't know if I've even, I'm sure I have before the, uh, the guy that owns this studio, he is, he owns a car dealership and the studio is in the same building as the car dealership and everything is moving. So, uh, that's what I've been kind of doing this past week is moving cars back and forth. So I, I kind of sort of work for the guy that owns the studio I just kind of help out around his, you know, bunch of other businesses, being the real estate and the car dealership and uh, several other things. So um, it kind of comes in handy because being that guy that helps him out a lot, that's the only reason I can come in here on a Sunday and record. There's no one else in this building, but I've got keys, you know, since I help out with other things. So that that helps a lot. So uh, Mark is gone. He has completely lost his connection, and we are going to talk to Mark and get him set up with some type of microphone situation. Um, and then once he gets all that ironed out, we'll get him back on here again. Yeah, we'll do another Mark take two. Yeah, take two. Yeah, because that was pretty rough, guys. But if you've made it this far, thank you for sticking in with us. We've uh, been going 47 minutes. Wow, it feels like four hours. It feels like fucking forever, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, I was up here screwing with the equipment, trying to get it to work for, what, half an hour? 
before I even could actually get the damn thing on. Yeah. But uh, we're actually getting a new computer. Like, the computer itself at the new studio will be new. So hopefully that'll resolve some of these issues that I've been having. It's too bad you can't get the whole thing switched over to your laptop, and then you can just do it from home. Well, I was actually going to talk to you about that. What I can do is the when we record, it records onto a SIM card that's in the back of this roadcast board. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to take this SIM card home with me tonight and put that into my laptop and then see, because, I mean, the, the Zencaster program that we're looking at each other on right now, you can open that from anywhere. Right. So I'm going to open it at home and record to the to the SIM card or SD card, whatever that thing is. And then my, my goal in my head is whenever I transfer the podcast to this computer to load it on the transistor and all that, you go into podcast transfer mode, and it pulls up all the episodes that are on this SIM card. So I'm thinking I can take the SIM card home, record an episode to the SIM card, and then just bring that up here and stick it in this board to get it onto this computer to load. Can you get transistor at home? I don't know. I mean, it'd be free to do it at home or whatever the membership cost for transistor is. Yeah, well, the, the membership that's here is kind of like the unlimited one because there's so many shows, you know, that, that record from here. Right. But, um, I don't know all my stuff, like the, the RSS feed that goes out to, you know, uh, iTunes and Spotify and Google play and stitcher. And there's like 50 of them were on all that is associated with this transistor account. Hmm. So, and plus, I mean, you know, all this equipment that's up here, like I don't own a microphone. I don't own headphones. You know what I mean? My, my setup was 50 bucks. Yeah. I just kind of like recording out of a studio. It makes me feel fancy. All right. Well, I'm like, cool. I got to go to the studio. Be back in a little bit. I'll, Going to record. It makes me feel like I'll one see. of those rap guys or something. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but no, I mean, it would be ideal to, to have it at no cost. But, I mean, even recording at home and bringing it into the studio to upload it might be better. Because then at home you can have your setup set up. And some other dude isn't coming in and fucking with the wires and the programming and all this other shit when you're not there. Right. I, and I know who it was, too. I'm going to kick him right in his ass. Come in here today and the wires ain't even plugged in and all kinds of bull honky. Be like, bro, I'm a knife maker, not a DJ. Right. There was way too many wires and buttons for me to figure this shit out. Luckily, I happened to see that one wire laying there. And I'm like, hmm. It's plugged into the board here. The other end is not plugged into shit. I'm sure it has to go to something. Dude, I fucked my shoulder up. Yeah, what'd you do? I fucking lifted a tire off a one-ton diesel truck the other day, and my shoulder went pop. Uh Uh-oh. I was like, oh, oh, what the fuck was that? (laughs) It's been aching. Getting old, man. Yeah, man. I mean, them tires are like 150 pounds. Yeah. My knee's been killing me just from trying to push a desk across the carpet. I'm like Fuck. two weeks in with this damn knee, and it's like double the size of my left knee. But I think it didn't kill you because that is not a man's death. Oh, I know, right? That's bad. Not, yeah. 
It was a big desk now. It, it was like the teller counter for a bank. Like, yeah, but nobody's going to know that. They're going to hear Jason died pushing a desk across the floor and be like, what a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a bitch way to go out. Yeah, you're you gotta right. Look at the, you got to look on the bright side. Yeah, at least it didn't die. I think we yeah. both would have healed up a little quicker, though, had we been, you know, young bucks like we once were. Yeah, for sure. I definitely don't recover from injury like I used to. Oh, God. It's, we're just getting old. That's all there is to it. Back in the day, I'd break a bone, break a finger, be like, mm, I'm good. Yeah. Square out, you know, later on. But now all those bones and fingers and joints hurt. Yeah. Especially when it rains. Yeah, it's a motor floater for sure. So uh, I'm going to throw one more thing out there before we wrap this thing up. I'm thinking I'm going to start a raffle, another one of those build, I'll build you whatever you want type raffles. And I'm going to do it to try to fund myself to blade show. Do it up. Yeah. I really fucking want to make it to blade show, man. But as of right now, I just cannot afford it. And there's so many freaking people going to be there that I want to meet people. I want to see again that I've met before, you know, Meet pickle in person. I was going to say pickles coming. You know what I mean? He might not never make it back to another one. Somebody was grilling me about it the other day. I can't remember who it was. I get it all the time. Like I'm not, uh, I can't remember, but that's a little bit further for me. Can't say shit though. Cause pickles even further, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm so close though. It's kind of like, if all these other people, like we're all knife makers, right? None of us are rich except, you know, Brian House. But um, we're all poor-ass knife makers. If they can make it, you know, from Canada, from Washington, like all over the freaking country, what's my bitch-ass excuse not making it from, you know, 90 miles south? <laughs> yeah, two hours away. Yeah. Like, I can get there. It, it is. I can get there in barely an hour and a half. But, it, I mean, it's 50 bucks to get in once we get there. But, I mean, 50 bucks is a lot of money nowadays, man. Yeah. But it is a good opportunity to stock up on materials that are a lot cheaper in person than they are over the internet. You know? Definitely. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to do that to try to, to get myself there and um, probably do unlimited spots. Just, you know, see what I can come up with. Run it for how, how long do you have? When is it? Uh, shit, Blade Show's like... It starts the third, so it's like two weeks. Two weeks, yeah, yeah. Two weeks from yesterday, yeah. So run it for like ten days, yeah, and then what? It, what you get is what you get. Exactly. I've already had one guy uh, message me, and he was like, "Hey, man, he's the one who gave me the idea for unlimited spots." I and do cheaper spots too. That's what I was thinking. Ten bucks a spot. Yeah. That way, you know, people can get two instead of one if they're planning on spending twenty bucks. But uh, I think I'm going to do first, second, and third place. But I don't want to. I don't want to like promise too much if I don't have like a a goal. You know what I mean? Like, say I get only two people want to do it or whatever. That's never going to happen. Well, I hope What's not. What's the longest it's taken <laughs> you to fill a raffle? Like three days. Exactly. But my my reach isn't out there like it used to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we're all going to share it. Everybody's yeah. going to share it, you know? And I mean, I know we, we all have a lot of overlapping followers, but then there's always that percentage of followers that aren't overlapping. Right. And, you know, you'll get the reach, make a reel. 
you saw what my engagement was for non followers on reels. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like 70%. Yeah. I got the only thing that's hard is trying to figure out how to post it. You know what I mean? Cause I'm raffling off a blade that doesn't exist. You know what I mean? It's going to be whoever wins. They can get a, an EDC knife. They can get a chef's knife. A, Do a collage of all the knives you've made. Yeah, or that's like what I did. I did something like that on the last one, now that you mentioned that. Yeah, so give, that gives people examples of what you can do, you know, and then, like, you can mix in the, the big chef knives, choppers, the gutters, fucking yeah. the finger bangers. Well, I think I'm going to do first, second, and third place. That way, just more odds of someone winning something, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially since I'm doing unlimited spots. And uh, that way, there's not just one winner and everybody else is just shit out of luck. I'd say third place would be limited to a finger banger. I was going to do second and third finger bangers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe second place, a finger banger and a can of woody wax. You know what I mean? Just to make it a little bump up from third place. Something like that, you know? Yeah. JK blades, t-shirt something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. Do a finger banger and a t-shirt. That's, that's a good idea. And a ten of woody wax. I and, mean, yeah, I've still got some sample cans, dude. That woody wax, his pricing is like legit. Yeah, like he he runs those buy two get two free sales all the time. You know, you do one of those, you're set for months. Yeah, for twenty bucks, you get four cans. Yeah, y'all need to go stock up on some woody wax. It's good shit. Yeah, just look them up on Instagram. All the contact information is there in the bio. For show. For show. For shizzy. Yeah. Let's end this fucker. You want to? Yeah. Let's just put it out of its misery. <laughs> right? <laughs> Shoot this motherfucker. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in with us. If you have made it this far, you are a true fan and you deserve a Medal of Honor. So uh, thank you. Message one of us and we'll send you a sticker. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> For real. If you made it this far, then you were legit, and we fucking love you. Yep, that is a fact. And message me or Ryan, whichever one of us you like better, and uh, we'll send you stickers. <laughs> <laughs> or you can message both of us. That'll work just great, too. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. See you next week. Keep hustling. Keep grinding. All that good shit. That one sucked. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've been able to go. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That was rough. That was rough. That was an ordeal. We'll try it again next week. Yeah. <laughs>